There is a raging battle for the heart of conservatism all over America right now, and the battle lines are drawn well beyond abortion, homosexual marriage, and even immigration. The battle is how we will love, care for, and respect one another. And listen, the conservative has been far too silent, far too long under this president for a few tokens that we've received. Well, it's time for that to be challenged today. This is Pastor Harvey Burnett, and this is The Dunamis Word. Pray that you listen to the words of the song. Lord, I'm spitting too. Part of me loves the world and the other loves you. So what do I do? I want to be saved, but I got to stay cool too. And no, I'm not a fool. I know eventually I'm going to have to choose. And really, I don't want to lose my ticket into heaven and a chance to be used by you. And if it's God that I'm after... Just can't serve two masters And before something happens I gotta turn it all around Because I know I can't just have my cake And eat it too mm, Cause it's real easy to stay on the fence And still do you And it'd be cool if we could love the Lord And still go do our thing But see it doesn't work like that You gotta be white or black When it comes to sin, you just don't compromise. See, it's a matter of death and life. Be weak and do wrong, or be strong and do right. And I don't want to keep going to church, singing all about how much you're worth. And then continue doing my dirt, living as if I didn't care if you're hurt. Because if it's God that I'm after... We just can't serve two masters And before something happens I gotta turn it all around Because I know I can't just have my cake And eat it too mm, Cause it's real easy to stay on the fence And still do you And it'd be cool if we could love the Lord And still go do our thing But see it doesn't work like that you gotta be white or black. Welcome to another special edition of the Dunamis Word broadcast, and I am your host, Pastor Harvey Burnett. Thank you for tuning us in today. I'm glad. I'm happy. I am just excited that you have taken the time to listen to us today and join us today for this particular broadcast. Uh, I can always be found at the Dunamis Word blog at Bethel Burnett. That's all one word, B-E-T-H-E-L Burnett, B-U-R-N-E-T-T dot blogspot, B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T. That's one word, blogspot dot com. You can uh, go out and read some of our 600 articles or so that we've published since we've been in the blogosphere challenging challenging uh, the culture and encouraging the saints. Um, you can also reach me by way of email. You can uh, email me at dunamis1, D-U-N-A-M-I-S-1 at netzero.com, or you can call me at 800-728-0352. Every prayer request is very important, uh, and we take it as such. We make sure that we pray over everyone that we receive. 
Uh, we thank God for those saints who are uh, in contact with us, letting us know that they pray along with and pray for us. And uh, your your gifts and even your prayers are just more than welcome. So thank you so much for your support over the years. And listen, we've only just begun to fight. Uh, we have a lot to be thankful for, uh, but we must talk about some things here that's going to challenge us to the next level. Listen, I put out a broadcast not too long ago talking about the anomaly of the black conservative. And uh, on this particular uh, podcast site, um, if you would uh, peruse through, you will find that particular broadcast, the anomaly of the black conservative. And in that particular broadcast, we talked about how um, I- ideas, moral values of of uh, black uh, individuals from coast to coast are just not monolithic. Uh, and uh, there are many different uh, um, what I want to say, ideas and concepts of, of moral values, uh, even within the black community. And uh, we pointed out how the black conservative has, under the Obamian, Obamian presidency, seemed to be somewhat of an anomaly, that people were surprised that everyone that was black didn't think like Obama. Uh, and uh, certainly, uh, you know, we I put out quite a few articles during the uh, President Obama's presidency, uh, calling into question many of the steps that uh, uh, he implemented and many of the things that he did under and during his presidency. And we certainly were not afraid to do that. And I hope that I did those things as respectfully uh, as possible uh, without impugning the person, because at the end of the day, um, um, President Obama may have had his his political faults, but I really enjoyed him and his wife and his family as people. Uh, But let's flip the page here to our 45th president, uh, President Trump, a man who has never claimed to be saved, a man who has never stood up and said that he is a religious leader, uh, a man who has uh, been paraded in front of the Christian community as if he is saved, and a man that uh, has never really said that he was a true conservative, but just running on a conservative ticket, this man has seemed to confuse the church uh, like never before. We have many leaders that have clamored around uh, President Trump, and um, they have clamored around him for position, uh, for title, for accolades. Some are just happy because they can say that now they are advisors to the president as if um, advisors to those individuals in their churches are uh, beneath them. Uh, but uh, short of the long is there is a great deal of confusion over uh, this president and that's exacerbated by many of the things that this president has said with his own mouth and done with his own body and tweeted with his own tweets. Uh, but I, I want to first start on a positive note and we can start positively and be thankful. Listen, what are we thankful for uh, as Christians? We are thankful for the rollback of abortion. We, we must be. Uh, as a conservative Christian, I'm glad that um, the over 13 million black babies, uh, not to mention the 50 million total uh, children uh, that have been killed through abortion since 1973, but uh, the 13 million uh, black children that uh, have have died, lost their lives since Roe versus Wade, I'm, I'm glad that that thing 
is is coming to a rest and 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 somebody's putting a bridle on that horse and backing it down and and coming to the conclusion following the science that there is a real human life inside of a womb and a womb uh does not um uh what I want to say justify uh, uh the taking of life simply because a child is in the womb that child has every right to live as well and so i'm glad that that thing is being looked at i'm glad that there's uh, uh an agenda afoot to reverse the damage uh that uh, abortion and the abortion agenda has done to our communities and to our families uh, uh all over this country i am glad that jerusalem has finally been acknowledged as being the uh political a spiritual and social head of the nation of Israel, not just the state of Israel, but the nation of Israel, the one who has the bona fide right and claim to the land. I'm glad for that. And I'm glad that uh, uh, the leadership of this country has finally made a stand to put those things in place. We're glad, of course, for greater financial promise. Um, within our community, the black community, uh, uh, we have suffered the greatest under uh, uh, poverty uh, and failed um, uh, attempts at equalization uh, within this country. But we're thankful for the financial promise that seems to be on the horizon. We're thankful for the slowing of the homosexual agenda, uh, which sought to subjugate all of us to uh to everything gay and everything uh homosexual uh that um uh you know we, we certainly don't look down on homosexuals as people uh by any means uh, and I want to be clear on that um uh, however uh we those of us who uh, understand the nature of sexual sin uh, we understand uh, the fact that, uh, listen, that may be your sin that you're struggling with and dealing with, but it does not have to be my sin. So, um, you know, we're thankful that all of those things, those agenda have been addressed. But at the same time, uh, there has been an evolution of many things that have come about to really kind of harm and hurt and and destroy the fabric of our country. There is more separatism now than it seems that there has been in quite a while. Uh, as I said earlier, uh, this man has never claimed to be a religious leader, uh, our current president, but conservatism has taken a hold of him and his values and surrounded him and tried to make him seem as if what he has said and what he has done, even from his handling of women to everything, is an, an acceptable part of a conservative worldview. And I'm here to tell you that that is just not the case. Listen, we cannot have, we cannot allow ourselves to receive tokens and feel good that we have made some advances and made some strides without holding uh, uh, the individuals to accountability that are even leading the charge to help us. We, we, we as as believers, we cannot let down our values and standards and give uh, those individuals a pass, no matter who they are, uh, to, to claim that because this is better, then we'll be silent about that. Um, listen, we cannot seek uh, fame and relevance over purity and righteousness. 
And this is what's going on. Well, we can see some of the individuals around uh, the president. We saw that early on. We've got Pimpalicious uh, Scott uh, around uh, uh, the president, and, and we know how abrasive his character is. But yet and still, he's one of the uh, uh, presidential uh, advisors sitting on a commission or, or whatever the case is, having access to the White House. We knew that there was trouble way back then. And, 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 and we can see the abrasive character and, and, and all of that uh, that the president has. But where are our religious leaders? Where are those of us who are going to stand up and actually, uh, you know, be vocal and say, listen, God is not pleased with how you interact. God is not pleased with you going to a country or going to another part of the United States, to Puerto Rico. And uh, seeing suffering people, uh, half the country still doesn't have power and lights, but yet and still talking about how good the government response is there. And at the end of the day, they have to step up financially to help themselves out. Uh, somebody needs to tell this man God is not pleased with that. Somebody has got to stand up and, and, and tell him that uh, you may not like protests. You may not like somebody kneeling uh, because of the social injustice. You may not like somebody kneeling uh, at the national anthem, but that national anthem, them kneeling, has nothing to do with the military, but it has everything to do with the social injustice that men and women, black and white, face within America every day. We're just dealing with a situation uh, to where we've had uh, uh, police that unloaded 17 to 18 uh, bullets on a particular handicapped person, a mentally uh, uh, um, uh, handicapped person uh, within a minute or two, 17 bullets killing them. And they said that the police were justified in doing that. Well, that's another issue, and I don't want to even go into that. But these are the type of things that protest is about and the type of things that people uh, uh, are protesting. And that's just one example. But we've seen examples all around the country. The interesting part about it is, is that since uh, the protests uh, heated up around the country regarding these things, we have seen the numbers, the incidents among whites and blacks go down all around the country. Why? Because police have been led into sensitivity training that would not have been without uh, these protests. They are, are going into better decision-making skill training, which would not have occurred if it had not have been for protests beginning with kneeling at the national anthem and the flag. Don't tell me how to protest and don't try to redefine the protests that, that we have because that's what a protest is, to incite you to do better and for leaders to, uh, to stand up and try to denigrate uh, uh, the, the protest. And nobody's denigrating the flag. Um, anyway, and let me keep on going. Uh, we must stand against uh, social injustice. For folks to stand up uh, and talk about the immigrants called dreamers, talking about we're going to do something with compassion and love for them. And, uh, and at the same time, you've got these families going to bed worried about them being pulled up out of their bed at night and separated from the family. Some people have never been in a foreign country, but yet and still we're talking about compassion while we're at the same time threatening to move them out of the country. And we're talking about uh, how our conservative values are greater than others. I am a conservative. I want you to know I'm a conservative. You know, you, you, you can pay me to follow the throes of liberalism, but at the same, there is no way 
that you can get me to follow the divisive path that has been set before us and follow that path uh, at least silently. There's no way. Ripping children apart from their families is not a value of conservatism. I'm tired of of conservatism being hijacked. We've got whole countries being denigrated uh, as, as, as holes. We've heard the comments. And what's worse, we've heard the religious leaders that try to play up the comments as if they are normal. Remember what Pastor um, uh, Jeffries said, Pastor Robert Jeffries, who stood up beautifully on many different issues. But he said when uh, President Trump come up with this asshole comment and he said that it wasn't this, that, and the other. Uh, we know what, what he was said. We know he's vulgar. But uh, uh, he said this. He said, apart from the vocabulary, this is what Jeffries said, apart from the vocabulary attributed to him, President Trump is right on target in his sentiment. What was his sentiment? His sentiment was that white people from Norway uh, should be encouraged to come to America while those individuals from those asshole countries should be encouraged to stay away. And then we have a group within his little circle that believes that we should only uh, be immigrating people that contribute to America, that can contribute. Oh, well, what about those of my ancestors? Did we contribute when we planted those fields and picked that cotton, did we contribute? You're talking about black unemployment? Uh, well, uh, there's a time that every black worked. There was uh, 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 employment of 100%. It was called slavery. So you think that that really is the key? You think that really does something because we can point to low black unemployment numbers? There was uh, a slavery, 100%, and there was employment of blacks from the very youngest age to the very oldest age, all of their life at the whip of Massa, 100%. That's no big deal. Pastor Jeffries talks about the values as a religious leader. He's right on point. We have a biblical responsibility to place the needs of others above our own. Oh, do we? But at the same time, he has a constitutional uh, uh, responsibility uh, to place the needs of the country above other countries. Oh, is that correct? Well, I'm thankful for pastors like Pastor A.R. Bernard and Pastor James McDonald, who stood up and separated themselves, Pastor McDonald said, for clarity's sake, Pastor Bernard, uh, Pastor A.R. Bernard said, uh, deepening conflict and values between myself and the administration uh, caused him to quietly step away. And that's the problem I have. Although I praise him on one hand, I have a problem with him quietly stepping away. Somebody needs to stand up and not be so quiet in the face of idiocracy and lunacy. If we fail to hold this president accountable, you know what? We've committed the worst evil because all of those things that he has done, we've yielded ourselves to them through our silence and by our silence have vicariously endorsed the ridiculous positions that he has postulated. Oh, yes, everything's not bad, but there is enough bad things that we all should be concerned about. Yes, saints, we need to pray. I've I've just hit on topic. It's probably going to be debated. Many of the things I'm saying, but that's all right. We can debate that. Listen, my time is fleeting, but I want you to pray and think about this. We've got to have a higher standard to reach this generation. God bless you, my friend. Until next time, this is Pastor Harvey Burnett. But see, it doesn't work like that.
You gotta be white or black No, it don't work like that You gotta be white or black Yeah, it don't work like that You gotta be white or black No, it don't work like that You gotta be white or black The title of the song is no gray No shades of gray No, 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 no 